Hey guys, G-Man here. Thank you so much for downloading the first episode of Girls on Hoops, the newest podcast in the bullpen cart feed presented by Thunderblogsports.com. You guys might remember Emily Anderson from a few podcasts. Well, she and Mary Gorman talk basketball. They look at the top stories around the NBA, the best hairstyles in the National Basketball Association, and give their basketball superlative of the week. It's a pretty awesome podcast, but we also want to know what you guys think, so make sure to send us a DM or leave a comment with your thoughts, especially on the name, as Girls on Hoop is a working title. As always, make sure to like, share, and subscribe to the podcast feed, The Bullpen Cart on iTunes. Go check out all of our latest blogs on thunderblogsports.com. Follow us on Twitter, ThunderBLG, and ThunderblogSports on Instagram and Facebook. But enjoy this podcast, and thanks again. Welcome to our first podcast on the Bullpen Cart Podcast Network. Um, Right now, I think we're calling it Girls on Hoops, but that name is up for change you know we're looking for some options if you have any suggestions please share (laughs) i'm emily and i'm mary and we are just two girls in philadelphia who love basketball so jordy let us start a podcast (laughs) thanks jord so this is my second year being really into the sixers before i was a wizards fan and we turned her to the to the right side they've converted me and i am now trusting the process so we're here and we're excited to do this and we're gonna jump right in and so let's talk about some big moments that happened in the nba this week yeah so first we just wanted to talk about like how nuts the playoff picture is right now in the nba so currently i don't know if everyone is aware but separating the Eastern Conference, there is the three through eight seed. It's a difference of three and a half games. And in the Western Conference, the three through eight seed, it's two games. Like, there are three teams with the same record that they're both 13 and a half games back of the Rockets and Golden State, who are, like, obviously winning everything. Yeah, so it's just nuts. And it's just crazy to think how quickly it could change. And if, like, a team goes on a run, they're in. Yeah, and the East is a little different because the eighth seed is Miami, who's 12 games back, and then the ninth is Detroit, so those, like, one through eights pretty much have it not locked up, but they're they're sitting pretty. But in the West, um, the ninth seed is the Clippers, and they're 15 and a half games back, where the eighth seed is Denver, is 14 and a half, and then another game below the Clippers is the Utah Jazz, so then it's the Lakers at 21 games back, so they're not going anywhere. But So Sorry. they're still moving Sorry, up there. Isaiah. Sorry. Sorry, Alonzo. Yeah. Sorry, we, we were We were spitballing ideas for future podcast options, and the Ball family definitely came up, so... Ball family special. <laughs> yeah. Ball in the family. <laughs> Ball's life. <laughs> Ball's life. All, all ball. So, yeah, we're just watching the playoff picture pretty closely. I know I personally have a $50 bet on the Sixers making the playoffs. Cur- Who did you bet? Matt DeStefano. Oh. Matty D. Of, of he's gonna lose that one i know and he bet like four or five people about it so he's gonna lose so much money and it makes me laugh yeah he's not trusting that the was process. stupid the sixers like could legitimately have 50 wins this year do you remember back in the day when they had 10 yeah remember how they're on a 12 game 
streak or they were yeah. they haven't lost in philadelphia in 2018 get it get it boys get it boys <laughs> proud I used, of you i used to sell my tickets for eight dollars and now i sell them for 80 really yeah that's great holy shit bring that's it in that difference money. i know am i allowed to curse on this yes thing okay jordy drops the f-bomb a lot okay Okay, I'll keep that in mind. <laughs> so yeah, we're just wanting to run over the playoff picture. Definitely something we're watching. Looking forward to attending some playoff games in Philadelphia in a couple months. Heck so, yeah. Want to go over that? The second thing that we're going to talk about in like big moments for this week is Donovan Mitchell. What a sweetheart, right? What a sweetheart. Donovan Mitchell having a great year. One of the leading contenders for Rookie of the Year. However, not my Rookie of the Year. Not, he's not going to be the rookie of the year. Let's be real. He might be. There are a lot of people, and I, we've had it happen to us once before where rookie of the year was snatched from our I know, fingers. I know. And I can't let it happen again. I don't know if you you are the deciding factor on this one. Me but personally. <laughs> I will not stand for this. <laughs> no. But anyways, Donovan Mitchell, I don't know if anyone saw this week, but a fan DM'd him on Twitter and was like, I think it was Instagram. Was it Instagram? It looks like Twitter. Or is it Twitter? It looks like Twitter. Okay, Twitter. I take it back. Um, he wanted to ask his crush in his chemistry class to on a date, but he needed tickets. So he DM'd Donovan Mitchell and was like, yo, bro, can you hook me up with some tickets? And he responded. You responded and got him the hookup. Yeah. He said, I got you, brother. Like, how sweet is that? That is sweet. And how, like, cool does that kid now walking into chemistry class feel? Yeah, like, hey, my, my boy Donovan got us these ticks. You want to go with me or what? what Do you think they're courtside or think he got them, like, a box? I bet courtside. Courtside's or, like, cooler, closer. I think. Yeah, I would want courtside me if too. I had to Me too. That's, like, one of my uh, bucket list things. I want to set courtside at a game. Yeah, that would be awesome. But box is cool because, like, sometimes you get the hookup with food and drinks. But, yeah. I mean, they're in... 11th grade so the drinks no it's college college chemistry oh so drinks are cool yeah that's really cool yeah and on the court you get the waitresses and they like bring you things. but they you have to like buy that no probably not they probably have like ticket money probably i don't see obviously i don't know a lot about these <laughs> high quality <laughs> tickets because you know like when like lebron like fell into that lady and she had the beer and he like pretended to drink it like you could drink some of the courtside yeah well, I know you can drink things courtside. I just oh. didn't know that. I didn't think you got them for free. I think it's like part of the package. Got it. If anyone has sat courtside and knows, please let us know because yeah. we don't, clearly. At some point, we will. At some I have point. faith. Yeah. I would hope if I sat courtside that someone would fall into me. That would be like my dream. I think sitting courtside at like a big city so if we were to do it like i would want to go in like la because not only do you get to see the cool players but there's bound to be other cool people sitting courtside so it's like that's true like madison square garden yeah so you get like double at the sixers money. game you could sometimes sit next to m night Shyamalan or kevin hart kevin and hart you know kevin hart he's one of the two short people that i like <laughs> who's the other one bruno mars uh. <laughs> <laughs> so Seeing Kevin Hart would, would definitely make my Nikki day. Nikki used to be at the games, too. And Meek. Free Meek. Free Meek. <laughs> Anyways, on that note. On that note. So, Donovan Mitchell, we love you. Not, not rookie enough. of the year. Not rookie of the year, but this was pretty cool. There are not cool points in the rookie of the year <laughs> discussion. Sorry about it. Yeah, but that was really cool. And keep it up. 
Um, next, we're going to talk about my favorite subject of the week, which I just like honestly Favorite cannot. subject ever? It's truly up there. It is the whole J.R. Smith one game suspension for the throwing of the soup can you believe that this is like a real thing that we're talking about i i saw so the game he was suspended for was against the sixers on thursday yeah thanks for the win we'll get to that and i just remember like getting my espn notification and being like oh jr smith like team it was said like personal or like team decision or something and i was like i wonder what he did like did he not wear a shirt again like they need he needed to wear a shirt to meetings remember he didn't wear a shirt yeah. for like the whole parade last year he's two years ridiculous ago. and then i get on twitter the next morning and it's like sources close to the situation say that he was ejected for throwing soup at an assistant coach like what happened what led up to the point where he was so mad that he threw his soup and like where were they were they at the facility do you i mean they had to have been if the assistant coach was there but i don't picture them eating a lot of soup like i think they eat like proteins and carbs not like well they probably have like a buffet type thing i don't know i think the the chefs like cook what they want so do you think he was like oh jr's here it's it's soup day for jr (laughs) like wednesday's their soup day maybe jr is like a soup kind of sore like, like wednesdays he gets on wednesdays we eat noodle. soup like, <laughs> like and was it in a bowl did he like throw a spoonful like how did this did he throw like the whole bowl did he just throw the liquid, liquid yeah. out of the bowl what kind of soup was it was it a creamy based soup was it like <laughs> a stew a brothy soup but i just cannot believe that this is something that happened so if you had to guess We'll go through this, you and me. What do you think brought on the soup throwing? Do you think it was just the liquid or the bowl? What kind of soup do you think it was? Okay, I think he probably, like, insulted his, like, something personal. Because, like, not just basketball related, but, like, something with his, like, family or, like, you know, the way he conducts himself. Because if he was just talking about basketball, that's, like, extreme. I mean, it is his job, so maybe. But I think it was, like, a deeper-rooted reasoning. And I think it was just the liquid. No one's going to throw, like, the bowl. Well, maybe. I mean, like, no one would think you were throwing soup anyway. But I think just the liquid. And I'm going to say it was chicken noodle. Chicken noodle soup? That's what... You know, it's, t- it's it's time of year for a chicken noodle. <laughs> Chilly in Cleveland that day. Oh, yeah, it was, a, it was a bit brisk that day. Just before I get into my theories on Soupgate, I'm just, like, Googling it, and I'm reading these headlines, and, like, there's a headline on NBA.com, literally, about it. It says, Cav Smith mum on reason for soup toss. Like... What reporter now, like, getting into, like, the meta of it, what reporter, like, woke up that day and was like, this is what I'm going to have to report on today? Someone with a great job because I wish it was my job. Yeah. Well, yeah. So, and also, just to get the facts out there, he did throw the soup at assistant coach Damon Jones. I didn't, I just wanted to get his name back out there. The recipient of the soup assault. Um, Yeah. So, I just can't. Like, Steve Kerr has said that he would have thrown a heartier soup 
So, like, maybe Steve Carr is inside, or a heartier dish, not soup. So, like, maybe he has inside info that it was a brothy soup. Yeah, Steve Kerr would know. Yeah, I don't... He's a trusted source. J.R. Smith suspended over soup attack on coach. Like, <laughs> you can't make this shit up. You can't. Cavaliers and guard the- stays quiet on soup. <laughs> here's the thing. It makes me, like, more obsessed with J.R. Smith, too. I have always thought he was, like, a character. And, like, just the way he looks and carries himself, I'm like, you're funny. But this whole soup thing, it just puts him puts him up at the top for me. Yeah, he doesn't remember. I'm reading now the, the media after, you know, post-game. He doesn't remember what kind of soup it was. He didn't, you know say why he kept that's such bullshit he definitely remembers what type of soup it is he's just trying to stay mum staying mum on he's keeping mum about his soup soup gate so if i had to guess i think i would say that i think it was about his playing i do i think he got like really heated about it and because i don't think that an assistant coach would like attack his family so i think even though he was a player before, and I think he played with JR, but I think, although once I heard something, I don't know, I think it was Jalen Rose, who was like, the only thing NBA's fight about are cards and women. So maybe it had to do with a card game. Oh. Like gambling. Like, oh. they played on the plane, and someone owed someone money, and he was like, nah, man, you lost. And then JR got pissed and was like, soup. I think that's my theory. Okay. I gambling. hadn't even, like, that hadn't even come into my mind as a possibility. Yeah. I'm leaning down that road now. It's a good one. So that's my theory. I think I think he threw the bowl. Because I think even though the bowl is like hard and aggressive, I think it's less dangerous than just the hot liquid. And I think with the bowl, you wouldn't necessarily like get as much liquid on you. Like you wouldn't get burnt. It would just be like more of a force. All right, we disagree on that we one. We do. And if I, if I'm thinking of what kind of soup, um, definitely not a gazpacho. Jr.'s not a gazpacho. He's not a gazpacho guy. guy. <laughs> um, I do like chicken noodle, but I'm leaning towards like a, maybe like a ham and bean. Hmm, that would be unique. I'm leaning. I was thinking like maybe broccoli cheddar. That was mm-hmm. my second. Yeah, that's. I a could good just guess. be like hungry. What about like right a now? gumbo? Could it have been like a gumbo? Or could they even? Could it have been like chili? Because oh. Cleveland is known. Maybe. No, like, never mind. That's Cincinnati. Oh. I take it back. Yeah, you have family in Ohio, so you would know what Cleveland is known for more than me. I don't know if they have. Maybe I'm insulting all. Cleveland Anyone from Google. Cleveland, let us know <laughs> what kind of food you guys are known for. You could be like offensive too. Like Philly's known for cheesesteaks and water ice. Like it's cool. Yeah, we're fine with that. Yeah. I don't even like water ice. Water. Water ice. <laughs> so, yeah. We would love to hear your theories on Soupgate. Uh, Soupgate 2018, because who knows when Smith. the next Soupgate will be. <laughs> I hope there's more Soupgates. I hope. I hope things keep coming out about it. I hope there's, like, a secret, like, video footage that someone has of it, like, like, sometimes, like, the Sixers, like, will record each other, like, when they're, like, I don't know, like, in the cold tub and shit. So, like, maybe someone would just, like, oh, JR is pissed at lunch and then got it on film. Like, if it's, like, I hope it gets out. Me too. I really, really do. 
Okay, and let's, so let's move into our last big moment of the week, which is kind of like it transitions well because of Soupgate 2018. The Sixers had the privilege of not facing J.R. Smith this week, which led to the Sixers beating the Cavs on Thursday. Ending, what was it, a 10-game? It was like 12. Like, they had lost like 11 in a row or something against the Cavs. Yeah. They had never beaten LeBron James when he was playing in Cleveland. In Cleveland since he came back to Cleveland or something like that. It's been like since 2012. And they won, like, end-to-end. Like, at no point in this game were they losing. They just won the whole time. Just winning. Get it. Just get it. There was a lot of things that, like, went down in the game. We've got LeBron's awesome in between the leg of Tristan Thompson. To himself. Yeah, to himself. Accident or on purpose. I think it was an accident. So do I. (laughs) It was a very fortunate accident. It was a cool accident, but it was an accident. Yeah, even he said... He, there was an interview with him after, and he said that he didn't know it went through Tristan Thompson's leg till someone told him at halftime. So definite accident. Yeah, he did not plan that. But it was still cool. My dad was watching the game before me. Like, I didn't, I missed, like, the first, like, couple minutes, and he was like, oh. And my dad's, like, a huge LeBron hater. Like, he's, like, riding, like, like, leader of the Michael Jordan is the best player ever to play basketball fan club. And <laughs> the president. The president, CEO, founder, he's at all. I love LeBron. Don't talk to my dad. He's like, he, he, I can't even. We'll get my dad on. We'll, <laughs> we'll conference my dad at one time to talk about how much. Add it to our possibilities. <laughs> yeah. You guys want to hear that? And he was like, oh, there's a play they're going to be playing over and over again. Freak accident. Like, he was just like so salty about it. But anyways, I say accident as well. Yeah. Um, Just to go through, like, some some stats like joe had a double double he had 17 points and 14 rebounds ben had 18 points all of the six are starters scored in double figures and marco bellinelli recent addition to the team has been playing like really well and like so always is scoring like 10 11 15 points like the sixers have a not great bench so we really needed that bench scoring his for marco bellinelli's first game what did he have like 17 points or something. Yeah, for the Sixers. And just, like, something that I think is important for the Sixers moving forward and, like, the kind of... And this will go into it because we're going to talk about, like, LeBron to Philly because that's really been blowing up this week. Blowing up. But if you look at the Cavs box score for that game, like, LeBron had 30 points and then Larry Nance had 13 points on the... off the bench. And, like, that was the next highest score. Like, they only had four players score in double digits. Like, three of their starters scored, like, six points. Like, they're... they're LeBron f- is the team. Right. And, like, I don't know. I would just prefer to have, like, a well-rounded team than, like, a one-person team. Yeah, I mean, I think anyone would. But then why do people want LeBron to come to Philly? But they would still have all these, like... They would still have Ben and Joe. Like, he wouldn't be able to be the whole team. Are we done talking about the game, or do we want to get into this, or do we want to talk about how Jordan Clarkson's punk? No, we need to talk about Jordan Clarkson. He's a punk. So, if you don't know, at the end of the game, there was, like, there's an unwritten NBA rule that if you're up by, like, a couple possessions, that you don't need to... It's really an unwritten rule in any sport. Like, don't run the score up. Don't run the score up. It's not necessary. 
But and it's not really like even in the NBA, I don't know that it's like don't run the score up. Like if you have an open layup, they can't expect you not to take it. But it's like don't emphatically dunk and then look at the bench, which our beloved Dario Shark did. Did he look at the bench? Really? I don't know. I'd like to think he did. He just I mean, dunked but that like, it. kind of makes me happy that Dario would have like enough. Like because I think of Dario as like no personality. Dario. He loves coffee. Me too, Dar. But, so, like, to have enough, like, gumption to do that, like, whatever. Yeah. Go I'm, for it. I'm in. It, you're, it's not, a, like, a little league game or, like, a high school game. You guys make millions of dollars. And if Dario wants to dunk the basketball at the end of the game, Dario can dunk the basketball. Yeah. Did you see his, like, apology about it, though? <laughs> he was like, I want to, I, I kind of want to say sorry to them. And I was like, Dario. Like, if you're going to do it, do it. A lot of people were like, maybe it's a cultural difference. Maybe in Europe they do that. <laughs> yeah. Maybe in Croatia they, like, dunk the ball at the end of the game. And he also kind of, like, tried to scapegoat a little bit and put it on Ben Simmons. He was like, he was like, I saw Ben dunk the ball and I wanted to do it too. And I was like, okay, Dario, this isn't the route I would go about <laughs> covering my actions, you know? <laughs> But Jordan Clarkson, like, get a grip. Yeah, so then Jordan Clarkson, like, gets the do- like gets the ball after it goes through the hoop, and he just, like, chucks it at Dario's back like a kid. Like, he's just, like, so mad. He's like, oh, ball. Like, I'm going to hit you with it. Like, good one. Yeah. And even LeBron. LeBron was, like, pissed. You could see in his face. He, like, ran up and talked to Dario right then and there. And I usually think of, like, I don't know. LeBron is like pretty even keeled, you know? He was like laughing and smiling with Joe like the whole game, which is another thing. They looked very chummy. They did. Which- and I recently saw, so yeah, that is that is Dario and his dunk and Jordan Clarkson trying to go after him. And like, I don't know. I think Dario is like kind of, I've just like read a bunch of really funny things about Dario lately. Like, He's like quickly becoming like one of my just favorite people on the planet. And I read something that like he doesn't really like to talk to the media after the game. I don't know where I read this, but um like apparently he's really good one-on-one, but he doesn't like, you know, like everyone asking him questions. I mean, English is his second language. He probably struggles with it. But like the top performers of the game, Sixers PR will like put them out there and he's people have like heard him get in arguments with PR like after dropping like 20 points and like 10 rebounds be like, "I didn't even have a good game. I don't want to." <laughs> just like getting so salty about it. And like he like loves coffee. Like he'll go on co- on the road. He goes like and gets coffee with TJ before games and stuff. Wow. Um, I wonder if he has, like, a favorite coffee spot here in Philly. We need to, like, figure it out and, like, plant ourselves there. Yeah. It's, yeah, I know. We Like, where does Dario live? He does an Instagram story enough for me to figure it out. <laughs> I wonder if he loves cold brews as much as I do. I don't know. Do you think he's a La Cologne guy? Probably. He's fancy like that. Yeah. I don't know. I was reading LeBron had, like, a take on it. He's like, but we have a code in our league. We talk about no showboating. LeBron, you talk about no showboating? I know. Come on. Pot, meat, kettle. Yeah. So, yeah, that it made for an interesting game, for sure. The end of the game. And I'm always, like, happy to see, like, the big dogs get taken down by the young upstarts. And, like, especially when I'm, we are I'm the young upstart. So. 
<laughs> me personally. <laughs> personally. Just like, I'm going to be personally affected by Ben Simmons rookie of the year. I am a young upstart in Philadelphia. It's basically yeah. my team. It's fine. I'm feeling like a regular Sarah Koenig right now. <laughs> Mary's drinking wine right now. I'm like pretty deep into it. I was supposed to be drinking wine, but I had a rough night last night. So I'm sticking with LaCroix because I can't handle wine right now. Yeah. So, I'll drink enough for both of us. Don't worry. I'm supposed to go play volleyball after this too. So yeah. Good luck. That'll be fun. Good luck, Team Orange. <laughs> if someone uh, can get some Snapchats of that, like the soup throwing and Mary <laughs> drunkenly playing volleyball, <laughs> send those our way too. Yeah. So anyways, LeBron to Philly. Yeah. So it all started with those billboards, those billboards, which like genius, genius marketing for whoever did that. Just side note, like I like secretly think that like it's a someone who also worked on that three billboards movie that's nominated <laughs> for an Oscar that like so that they could get the, all the plays on words like three billboards outside Cleveland, yeah. Ohio. Like <laughs> then they were like, oh, people are going to be talking about our movie now more, too. I haven't connected them until this right now. Stay so. woke. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, whatever company did that, whatever marketing genius, I'm so proud of you because that has brought so much attention to Philly, to Cleveland, to LeBron, to everything. Yeah, so they said, um, hashtag Philly wants LeBron, and then there was one of, like, the core... With, with the, the numbers, numbers and yeah. then who were the numbers that they put on yeah so it was ben cov joe dario and then lebron with his like wait ben joe dar cov, dar and lebron lebron so no jj reddick huh who's on a one-year deal making like a gazillion dollars anyways i don't really know what his the long-term plans are for jj i think he's gonna stay it this just, is a side note, but I mean, I just think it depends on like how much he's gonna have to take a pay cut. He can't we can't pay him twenty six million dollars again. Yeah, especially if you want a free agent in the summer. But true. If he wants to take a pay cut, I'm like fine to have him plus today. Yeah, but then it's I could talk about this forever. Then JJ stays. So say we get a big free agent in the summer. I don't want to call it LeBron because I don't want him, but I can get into that. Like, then you have this free agent. You would have J.J. Redick on your bench. You can't put J.J. on the bench. Who do you put Nobody puts J.J. on the, the bench. bench. Like, and what if Markel Fultz learns to shoot? Then you have him, too. Yeah. I mean, I think this year the dream was to have Markel, like, not lose his mind and then bring Darren off the bench as, like, six man, like... He didn't play well, but I think it just took him some time. Like, he didn't play well off the bench those first couple of games. But he's been, like, lighting it up. So, it's like he's kind of earned his st- spot as a starter. Like, I don't want to... I think Dario should start in so, the in the current lineup, for well, sure. Well, yeah, in the current but lineup. But if we got... Well, I don't think we're going to get... I don't think the LeBron is going to happen. It's not going to happen. I love, like, all of the, the like... LeBron was at Malvern Prep looking at schools. And yeah, like, like just such bullshit. LeVon, LeVon, Le, LeBron. Are you sure you haven't been drinking wine? Like before I, think I, I got getting here. LeBron and LeVar. I just have a ball on the mind. Ball is like... <laughs> Podcast suggestion, ball on the mind. <laughs> okay, anyways. 
So we've got the the billboard. Right. That's what started it off. And then, and then LeBron was asked about it, and he said it was that. He was like, "That's like flattering that they want us. Like that want me. That's dope." But then, like people were asking him whether he was at Malvern Prep, and he was like, "That's ridiculous." So he's a little confused, but yeah. So would you want him? Or you said you don't think he's coming, but would you want him? Yeah, I would want him. I mean, for the Sixers, I would want him. I don't want him, like, for what I think of LeBron and all that he does and is for Ohio. I don't want him personally to make that choice because I think that's, like, a slap in their faces. Again. Again. Like, but he's come back and he's re- rebuilt and given so much time and money and everything to Ohio. Like, yeah. so much. And he, like, is the city. And so I don't want him to move. And I don't think he will. I really just don't. think he's staying? I think he's going to stay. I don't think he's going to move ever. I really don't. Yeah, I think that this, like, big trade to get, like, a couple new young guys, like Clarkson and, like, Larry Nance, um, like, goes a little bit of a way. Because I think LeBron needs, like, number one, he doesn't want to share the ball with Isaiah Thomas. And so, like, got, got rid of him. I think Isaiah Thomas is a punk. Speaking of punks. Speaking of punks. Yeah, I think he had, like, one good year and, like, thought he, like, should deserve a trillion dollars, and now he's coming off the bench for the Lakers. Like, <laughs> goo, I could come off the bench for the Lakers. <laughs> That's very ambitious. I take it back. <laughs> Straight that from the record. We can cut that. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I don't want him. I think that, like you said, like, LeBron is the city of Cleveland. Like, I get part of that as because fr- he's from there and whatever, but, like, Every team that he goes on, it's his team. And, like, personally, like, I think we already have the guys whose team it is. Like, I don't want to see, like, Ben or Joe, like, their development or, like, their leadership and their, like, takeover the gameness that they need to learn to, like, push this team to the next level. Like, I don't want to see that get overshadowed by LeBron coming because he already knows how to do that. So, like, we're in crunch time at the end of the game. It's like, give LeBron the ball. Like, no, Joe and Ben need to learn how to, like, take over because... Once then, say you give him a zillion dollars and he comes and he's here for three years and then he leaves, retires or whatever. And then we have like a 27 year old Joel and a 24 year old Ben who like don't have like lost that like three years of leadership development. Yeah, that's so true. And just in the scheme of Philly, like LeBron would be here for a moment. He would be here for a blink. This could be their long-term, like, haul. You know, Joe yeah. Embiid has said that he wants to be in Philly. He wants to be a one-team God, player yeah. for the rest of his life, you know? And Philly, like, eats, sleeps, and breathes JoJo. Because he's amazing. So, yeah, you're, like, I think LeBron could do a lot. Like, obviously, he's one of, if not the best, one of the best players right now. So, I think that he would do a lot, but I don't want him to come. Yeah. So, Philly doesn't want LeBron. Billboard that. (laughs) From Emily and Mary. (laughs) Okay. From Untitled Podcast. So, wow. We're talking way more than we thought we were. I know. We thought that this would just be like 30 minutes, and we are at 30 minutes right now, and we still have more to talk about. Lucky you guys. I think the half a bottle of wine is helping me. Be loquacious? Yeah. Is that the right word? I don't know. Yes, it is. I think it is. It sounds good. All right, so those were our top four moments in the NBA this week. Um, Now we're going to kind of, like, mix it up a little bit, and this was my personal pick because 
Mary texted this to me like a week ago and she was like, podcast topic. Best hair in the NBA. And I was like, all right. <laughs> so that's what we're doing. Yeah. So best hair. But it was actually harder to choose than we thought. So we went with the weirdest hair in the NBA. Yeah. It's not so much best as like, huh, most extreme or like most memorable hair in the NBA. Yeah. So rolling in at number three, we've got Alfred Payton, who's, it's not, we, it's not good. It's more just weird. Weird. It's kind of got that, like, old school The weekend vibe going on. But I think it's, like, yeah. But I think his, like, I feel like The weekend like, has, like, braids and then, like, styles it like that. Like, I think his just, like, grows like that. Like, it doesn't look like it's styled well. Well, no, The weekends wasn't either. Think back. I need to look at De- Emily is now Googling... Old school weekend hair. Yeah. No no E in weekend. I know that. Oh, yeah, I see it. It's just kind of like a... It's like if you were to be a baseball cap, but your hair. That is a good way to put it. I always call it, like, weird bangs, but I like that better. Mm -hmm. But I also... This is my question about his hair is, like, if you watch him play basketball... He plays for the Phoenix Suns, by the way. Just in case anyone Not doesn't know. the magic, which Wikipedia says. We just looked. Yeah, just because we knew that he played for the Suns. We didn't need to Google that. We just, like, <laughs> were looking at pictures of his hair. Like, I think if you watch him play, like, it moves a lot when he runs. Like, it bounces. And I think that, like, when I, if I was, like, shooting a jumper, like, it would, like, I would, like, hit it. Yeah, it's out there for I don't sure. know how it gets would get in the way, but I also feel like you can't, like, headband it because it would be, like... I think a good barber would do him some justice yeah maybe one of the guys can give him a name or yeah when let him fly him. A barber. <laughs> fly out he also looks like um i think he looks like uh no that's a different guy never mind we'll cut that <laughs> cut that um okay so that he's our number three number two and this is again not so much best but biggest change there you go and I was looking at this transformation over the last three seasons of Steven Adams, and it's, like, the best thing that I've ever seen. It's his first year, or three years ago, he's, like, a sweet, innocent guy, short hair, like, typical white boy haircut. And then the next season, it's a little bit shaggier, like, he seems like his mom didn't make him cut it. He has a little bit of a scruff beard and mustache. And then this year, like, who is the teen wolf that they let play basketball? <laughs> like, and he's so fucking good, too, that it, like, makes me so mad. I don't know why I dislike him the way I do. He's so good. It's because he's so good, I think. Like, I just want to share. <laughs> yeah, I wish, like, through podcasts you could show, like, So Jordy will do a post on the, on the Thunder blog about it and i'm gonna give him a bunch of steven adams pictures to post so that when you go on there to listen to the podcast you will see all these pictures because like he doesn't look like the same person and i mean he's bulked up a bit because like i would not like to hit like meet that man in the basketball lane but in like when he first started he was like super skinny and then he didn't have his mustache and now yeah he looks like called drogo yeah he really is and there's, like, some crazy pictures of this man if you Google them. And I was just laughing at them all. Yeah. Okay. And so then our third pick, 
which you can't talk about hair in the NBA without mentioning this man. But this is hair on a different level. This isn't head hair. This is eyebrow hair. (laughs) So we got to talk about our boy, Anthony Davis. The brow is just... Number one, so good at basketball. So good at basketball. He's up there with, you know... Like, he could be the MVP this year. Yeah, he's in the ranking. He's up there. If not... Like, a possibility. Yeah. Like, I think it's, it's like, not even far-fetched by any means. No, I think it's, like, him and, like, He's only James Harden. four years old, too. I know. He's so good. He went to Kentucky. Fun fact. Fun fact. But, like, why doesn't he wax? What do you think? Do you think it's because it's his, like, signature look? Do you think, like, someone told him, like, that makes you you, Anthony? Or, like, come on. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Like, if you were Anthony Davis, would you wax your eyebrows? Well, I don't. I don't think now. I think it would be a bigger story if he started <laughs> doing it now. That's true. So he can't do it now. If you, I follow him on Snapchat, and like you know, us before they changed Snapchat, you could like also fuck the new Snapchat. Seriously, like did you I see, could do a whole podcast on did fuck you the new Snapchat. See how they're talks talk stanked stock tanked when <laughs> kylie jenner like tweeted like what the fuck is this yes i did um but anyways on the old snapchat celebrities would have like an emoji on their thing and like that's kind of how you knew they were legit and his was like the squiggle emoji like a unibrow <laughs> <laughs> so he's like he really leans into it yeah i guess he kind of owns it yeah you don't get called the brow for nothing no you don't but i mean yeah, I, th- I wish someone would have, you know, said something, you know, like in high school. He's had that his whole life. He's had to have. It hasn't just come up. Like, if I was Anthony Davis's mom, I'd be like, uh, sixth grade's rolling around. I'm mm. going to take you to the waxing. Yeah. Maybe he can make, maybe he can try threading. Who knows? Wait a second. Oh, no. This is all American. It was, he had it in high school. Yeah. You can't, you can't. Although... It looks like he didn't. There's like a picture from baby high school. Oh, he definitely did something there. Yeah, although it, yeah. So maybe maybe puberty did. like darkened. Yeah, his in this picture hair. he had definitely not gone through puberty. Yeah, he's a baby. He's like, don't worry, guys. We'll put it on the post. We'll put it in the post. Don't worry. But he's a baby, baby, and you can't. You don't really see the brow. So those are our top three. Yeah. And if you have any others that you're like, what the hell, you missed blank, Yeah, let us know. And if you want to hear our top three and any other topics, let us know. Because we're, we're looking. All right. Next up, and this was my brainchild, I want to do like a superlative a week. So, well, I don't, are we doing this each week? I don't know. Yeah, we are. Okay. We have to come up with different ones. We're not going to always do this one. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> but like, are we doing Girls on Hoops every week? Yes. Okay, so this superlative Air quotes, girls on hoops. (laughs) Names to be determined. (laughs) TBD. Um, Is DBP. Not TBD. (laughs) Um, Best to take home to mom and dad. And this player has just a spot in my heart. I'm just letting you take this one. Just go. He is... Has such charisma. He's so handsome. His backstory is so cool he likes country music he likes country music he's the star of luke bryan's video 
So if you don't know who we're talking about at this point, it's our boy Jimmy Butler. And he is just, I would, I would take him home to mom and dad. 100%. Like right now, Jimmy, call me up. <laughs> you're, once you're listening to Thunderblog, <laughs> obviously you're listening to Girls on Hoops. Like, so, yeah. So Jimmy, like this is my favorite thing about him. I have like weird things that I love about in, every NBA player. And the country music is definitely Jimmy's because you know that no one else, like, in the locker room likes country music. Right. Like, because I'm pretty sure, like, in most NBA locker rooms, like, whoever, like, had the game of the night or, like, I don't know if they rotate it, but I think they let, like, different people pick, like, the post-game locker room music. And, like, you know he plays country and you know that everyone hates it because if you don't like country music, you, like, hate country music. There's no, like, ambivalence towards it, I feel like. Right. And... I just think that's so funny, and I can just picture him being like, like, there's a story here, like, um, earlier in January, they played the Timberwolves, and they asked Carl uh, Anthony Towns about it, and, or, like, off camera, he was like, oh, this, it's terrible, it's so bad, and Jimmy Butler heard him and goes, I just had to chase Russ Westbrook around and get hit by Steven Adams, I can listen to whatever fucking music I want, <laughs> so, like, touche, yeah, you're right, Jimmy, you're allowed to listen to Luke Bryan, Jason Aldean, but when you meet our parents, don't use the F word. My parents don't even care. <laughs> if it's Jimmy Butler, they don't if even care. If it's Jimmy Butler, they can make an exception. True. So, Jimmy, you are our pick of the week. Congratulations. Congratulations. I know you're honored. <laughs> yeah. So, last up, and this is our non-basketball section because we are girls of many talents. And many interests. Many interests. So it's things we're looking forward to this week. We've got the Oscars red carpet on in the background right now. Are they wearing all black? I haven't looked. I don't know. No, there's blue. Purple. So we know we've got the big Me Too movement, and there is this whole thing like, are the stars going to be wearing all black again tonight? I hope not, because it was really boring to look at dresses. Yeah, I think. I mean, and this is the big one. They're going to want to show off their stuff. Who do you think is going to win Best Picture? Um, I think it's gonna be Shape of Water. Yeah. I haven't seen it. Have you? No. Fish fucking movie? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) That's the first time I've heard it called that. Really? Yeah. Oh. Do they, do they fuck? Yeah. Interesting. I need to watch it. (laughs) Are you into that kind of thing? (laughs) I'm just curious about it now. Yeah. It's like, I just want to know like how they do it. Like who else is nominated for best picture? There's, I saw, I I did really bad with me. I don't think it's best, it's nominated, but it's definitely, okay, so it's Call Me By Your Name. Which I really want to see. Darkest Hour, Dunkirk, I saw that. I saw Dunkirk. That was the first ever movie that I went to by myself. I I should have gone with us. We went to the Franklin Institute. I went to the one on Columbus. We saw it in like the mega IMAX. Yeah, that's really cool. I I mean, like, a majority of the reason why I went was because, you know, my boy Harry Styles was in it. Truth. So I wanted to go, and no one at that point would go with me. I think I did it on, like, when I had a day off from school, and so, like, everyone else was at work. So I was like, ah, perfect day to go see Harry. (laughs) So that one, Get Out, which 
I haven't seen, but it's on HBO, so I've been meaning I to I have watch no it. no excuse for not seeing Me it. Me neither. I have no excuse. Like when they got nominated, like Jordan Peele had like had this like really nice reaction and Jordy literally texted me and was like, We gotta watch Get Out tonight and then that was months ago. We have not watched yeah. it. I watched the first part of it, but then I had to go somewhere, so mm. I stopped. So I watched the first like half an hour. So that's almost worse. Yeah. I, I don't think you got into, like, the crazy parts. Yeah. Yeah. And I was just listening to Allison Williams, like, before we started. And she was, like, talking about the difference in the character she played in Get Out and then her character in Girls, which made me, like, even more interested to watch Get Out. So yeah. it's on the bucket list for sure. Yeah. Lady Bird, which I really want to see. Oh, I want to see Lady Bird so bad. My mom saw it. How my can mom my mom so see cool. something before I see something? I so that's... We could go. Is it? It's not still out. I think it might be. Maybe at like a specialty theater. Yeah, like the Ritz. Yeah. That's where yes. I saw La La Land last year. Which I don't like, by the way. I saw La La Land there too. Not with you, though. I saw it with Christine. There you go. Uh, Phantom Thread. I don't even know what that's about. Uh, I think... Isn't Daniel Day-Lewis in there? He is. Apparently it's his last movie because he's retiring from acting. He's good, a weirdo. Good riddance. Um, The Post... I saw the post. I saw I saw it with my mom. <laughs> my mom really is woke. <laughs> she knows about all the current movies. Damn. Um, the Shape of Water. Okay. Do you have thoughts on the post that you want to share? Um. So this is just me being naive and not knowing. My mom was like, you want to go see the post? And I was like, sure. And I thought it was about Watergate scandal. Isn't it? No, it's about the Vietnam Papers, which is like oh. pre-Watergate scandal. So, like, the whole first hour, I was, like, still in my mind, like, leading up to, like, when does Watergate happen? And then I was like, wait, I don't think I'm right on this one. But it was good. I really want to read. So, I go to the library, which is really cool. Wow. And I uh, I had the autobiography of, what is it, Catherine Graham, the, like, own president and editor of the post yeah. like during this time i think meryl street plays her in the movie yeah and like i got it out of the library and then i didn't read it because i was reading like john green turtles all the way down instead but it's on my list of books to read yeah. and now i'm rereading game of thrones so it's gonna I take me a while long, i have a long list me too if anyone wants to throw book racks are by me and mary big readers and then the last two are the shape of water which you already kind of talked about and three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. Three billboards outside. Cleveland, we already Ohio. talked about three billboards. Wow, that's how it comes. It's full all circle. full circle. So Oscars tonight. Um, Bachelor tomorrow. So we're doing a little post party. Yeah, Emily I'm bought. making buffalo chicken dip. What should I make? I don't know. Bring what you want. Okay, talk to Megan. Yeah, she still hasn't even told me about it. Rude. Maybe she's trying to not give me the invite. We'll have Megan listen to the podcast, and then she'll know that you know. Yeah. That's that's what we're going to have to do. That's woke. <laughs> I don't think you used woke No. Correctly. And we'll talk about what happens on The Bachelor probably next week in yeah. this section, because it's going to be crazy, because I read the spoilers. And then she texted me the spoilers, because I asked. Oh, yeah. The I, asked. yeah I asked. Yeah. Right. Okay. okay. And then we've got the Sixers and the Bucks tonight. That's it. That's what we're excited for this week. Yeah. That's it. That's all we're excited yeah, for. It. This is what we're living so for. So literally, our lives will be over after tomorrow because all three of those things are happening tonight and tomorrow. I guess I'm excited for my volleyball game. I'm... Keep drinking. I'm doing some damage here. Yeah. 
I'm excited for my chicken fried rice, which is probably getting cold right now. It's right there, yeah. All right, well, this is us <laughs> signing off. Um, you can so follow all of the Thunderblog Sports. Thunderblogsports.com is the blog. It's ThunderBLG on Twitter and Thunderblogsports on Instagram and Facebook. Um, They're not the same? No, because I don't think he could get he could get Thunderblog on Twitter. So we just want to thank Jordy um, for giving us this podcast. For letting us speak our minds. <laughs> Thanks, yeah. Jordan. Yeah, so thank you. And you can follow me on Twitter at third and girl with underscores on both sides of the and. Um, Mary, do you have Twitter? Yeah. MKG924. There you go. So maybe we'll get Mary more active on Twitter. With yeah, the pod. I think the last time I tweeted was like 2012. So nice. We're going to re. I have tweeted pictures of Mary, though, on Twitter. Our son. Our son. Ilya's so, so good. good. Which I've been tweeting since he came back, and it gets a lot of traction now that I have a couple more followers than I did last time. So it's cool. All right. Well, thank you for listening, and we'll. We'd love your feedback. Yes. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.